Artlist.io Hi guys, welcome to the Here to Help podcast, where we discuss key issues regarding the domestic services industry in Nigeria. Our aim is to educate our audience and change mindsets. Join the conversation online by using the hashtag here to help pod. We'd really like to hear from you. It's also important to highlight that the NSARS protest or NSARS movement is still ongoing in Nigeria. On the 20th of October, the Nigerian army launched an attack on innocent civilians for exercising their rights to protest. To learn more about what you can do, look up the hashtag NSARS and amplify voices by contributing to the conversations online. Hello everyone, welcome to the Here to Help podcast. Today we're going to be talking about maternity protection for domestic workers. Uh, my name is Hawa and I am joined by two other team members, Demola and Oinko, who would introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I'm Oyin Kosola, um, I'm part of the team at Here to Help and yeah, excited to get into this conversation about maternity leave, maternity pay uh, for domestic workers. Hello everyone, my name is Demola, I'm um, part of the, actually, director of programs at Here to Help and uh, I'm here, nice of you to join us. Alright then. Um, so we're gonna, you know, we're just gonna get into it, really. Um, so we, we as a team, have been thinking for a while about, you know, in I guess in aligning with what we set, what we set out to do, which is changing the narratives around domestic workers. And a thing, a thing that has come up a number of times is the the role maternity protection plays in actually changing this narrative. And just some quick stats. So the International Labour Organization actually estimate that, you know, there's at least 52 million women and men above the age of 15 who are domestic workers and who, who consider domestic work as their main source of income. And then within that number, 7.5 of those people are female employees. So, you know, there's clearly a huge chunk of domestic workers who are women and who do not, in most parts of the world, do not enjoy the protection that I imagine most women in what we consider non-blue-collar jobs enjoy. So we will be talking about this in more detail in the context of Nigeria and what that means and what we think the reasons are for this, what, you know, what other juris- jurisdictions are doing better or doing worse or doing the same and propose solutions about how we can move forward. Yeah. Okay. So just get getting into it. So at the moment, I don't think Nigeria has any laws um, specific to domestic workers. I know that the I think it's the Labour Act of two thousand and four um, extends maternity protection to domestic work. Um, sorry, to to female employees. But I don't think the law says anything about domestic workers. And I think the reason why I bring this up is because. Um, I think the only way that we can ensure these protections are in place to begin are actually respected to begin with is for the law to explicitly address domestic workers. Um, 
compared to places like South Africa, for instance, where I think there's actually a law that actually caters to it and actually explicitly, you know, says that you 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 are meant to, I think, afford your domestic workers certain protections. And if you don't, you know, it could be considered illegal or or, or something. So let, I think just starting from there, what, what do you guys think the reasons are, are, you know, why do you think these protections are not in place and what challenges do you think we face in terms of making them a reality? Yeah, I think there's so many things at play um, on the ground in Nigeria that it kind of creates this perfect storm in a sense in yeah. terms of um, where people can fall through the cracks. So like you said, the, the Nigerian Labour Law 2004 um, extends maternity protection or maternity leave for female workers for three yeah. months. Yeah. Um, and I think in 2018, this was increased to four months. But these, okay. this is for um, employees who are like formal employees. Yeah. So it kind of meshes with the whole problem of domestic workers not being part of a formal um, industry or a formalized work body. So because domestic workers are classified also as special workers in inverted commas under that same labor act, it means that they're essentially invisible in the system. And so there's no um, specific law for them, even with regards to maternity pay. So the problems kind of compound on top of each other, which means that even though it might be written in law for some workers, and not for others it's still not playing out on the ground yeah um, yeah so it's it's part of a, of a bigger a bigger issue about recognizing um uh, domestic work as work even yeah and okay. and and understanding that it's the same it's just as important as uh, an engineer or mm-hmm. as a doctor and it, it labor is labor and requires you know the, the, the correct compensation yeah so. i agree I agree with all of that completely. I think the key point to pick up from that is that there's this sort of lack of conviction that domestic workers are workers like other workers, you know, and mm-hmm. in you know in that same breath they should be equally entitled to respect of you know their rights and dignity like we consider other workers. But I think a key point that links to that is because of the sort of increased participation of women in the workforce in general, right? Mm-hmm. And because as a society in most parts of the world there aren't enough policies in place that actually allow most people to have that work-life balance so there's that need for people to employ domestic workers to help like mitigate that to some extent so it's Mm -hmm. given irony that domestic workers are usually employed to make it possible for workers to go into this non-blue collar jobs to begin with but they're not even being recognized for the contribution they make to the economy to the contributions that they make to allow it function to begin with mm-hmm. so yeah i think um i think that that is a that's a key thing there that, that lack of recognition of their contribution and exactly how, yeah you know a lot of the a lot of workers would not be able to be productive or make the, the contribution to the economy without domestic workers there to to assist them Absolutely. And I think it's important to also note that maternity leave is not a holiday. You're not going on maternity leave to play or to go on vacation or, you know, to do anything frivolous. It's an important um, aspect of work. It's 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 not even a woman's issue. It's really, yeah. if you think about it, like a labor issue. It's a uh, it's a human right issue, human rights issue yeah. at the end of the day. Um, 
it's about the health of the the woman it's about the health of the child to be yeah. um and it really should be considered as such sometimes when pe- when people are discussing um things that should be happening in nigeria i think it's easy to have uh an idealist hat on without mm-hmm. you know looking at the realities on the ground yeah. the problems in nigeria are so many and so mm-hmm. complex that sometimes i think there are, there are different categories of things that people can consider when one's mind is free yeah. so it's almost like it's just another part of the problem which means i feel like and it's part of the work that here to help is trying to do is changing the narrative and the mindset of yeah. people um around domestic workers yeah um yeah so so yeah it's it's recognizing i think fundamentally that maternity leave is important it will provide you know health for the mother in terms of breastfeeding also allowing the mother to breastfeed afterwards giving yeah. her enough time to do that which will then you know create a healthier child as well yeah um, it's all part and parcel of compassion yeah. um and i think nigeria should also tap into its religious side there and just be compassionate <laughs> i know yeah. right <laughs> in a country where religion is such a big part of the social fabric you you think that we'll just accept that but i think a point to pick up there is just talking about it just not saying this in a vacuum but actually related mm. to the nigerian context is that unfortunately you know most of us have lived in nigeria for a while like you, you in nigeria when your domestic worker gets pregnant mm-hmm. there's an accepted thing that you just let them go you know or there's mm-hmm. only i think like how dare you like how dare you get pregnant mm-hmm. on your enjoyment like who are you to have a personal life outside mm-hmm. of for my children or caring for me so the, yeah. the, even like the, the thought of even your domestic worker getting pregnant in most parts are just like no and then we're, yeah. we're here even then saying well you should actually even give them maternity leave a lot of people roll their eyes and be like what are you even yeah. <laughs> thinking so it's almost like like you said the issue is is, is quite it's, it's deep i don't think it's as easy mm. as grows in that there has to be a law in place i think that's one element to it but what we're tackling here is a lot is a deep um mm. just deep idea and view about domestic workers in in, in nigeria mm-hmm. um, and i don't know Demola, do you have anything that you think have any thoughts on that uh actually i've been off a while but uh i'll just pick up from um what i heard before i back on here anymore so um i feel like uh it's still part of the um holistic conversation around um you know structuring the the industry the domestic services industry because to be very factual it's not considered a job over here it's more like uh i'm helping you um and i feel like that's what breeds the whole uh idea behind not giving them or according them the the rights or the the benefits of normal workers because like i said it's not considered a job over here so the law when people think of that law it is referring to other kinds of jobs like you said um, engineering and yeah. all that mm. um especially in terms of maternity leave or, or all of them because even these people work if we look at it it's part of the conversations we've had at here to help where it's like they work throughout the yeah. year um mm. Sometimes these people don't have any kind of breaks, so it's it's a gradual process. It's something that we need to talk about more often, so that the more people become aware, yeah. then 
the mindset mindset will begin to shift yeah. away from yeah, yeah i think that's a that's a valid point i think what we what, what we we need to start from like making i guess have the having the shift in people's minds about how they view the contributions people make and i think one point regards to that is nigeria is a society where children like the ability to give birth is such a big thing you know people sometimes view the worth of women through that lens about whether or not you're able to you know actually give birth to children yeah. and when we when we make that point it's very i always say there's almost a disconnect from how we value children in our society and how mm. we treat mothers after they give birth to children so mm-hmm. also you know there's the law where you know women female employees are allowed about 26 weeks or, or so um for mm. maternity leave we know as a society that when a woman goes on maternity leave, there's almost that fear about the impact it would have on a career long term. There's almost that like a lack of understanding or enough policies in place to actually support women through actually going on maternity leave, coming back into the workplace and everything. So for me, it's like there's a disconnect between, OK, we're a society that values children. But how do we actually treat mothers? How do we actually value the, the contribution they make to the workforce and everything and what do we do to encourage to like make i guess like their lives a bit easier and allow them to actually balance work and home life so it's like yeah. we're having that conversation on a general level but even then there's still that like acknowledgement that women should be entitled to maternity protection but but then when you mention it if you tell someone your domestic workers should be entitled to domestic protection chances are they would they would be like like why you know why why, mm. why why what are you talking about this is some foreign concept you're trying to you're trying to import into our country so mm-hmm. yeah we definitely need to like ask our, i guess ask ourselves like what makes someone who cares for you i mean caring for your children that's a that's a that's a big deal like you're trusting someone to care for your child so that's a big responsibility you, you right. trust someone to prepare your food you trusted someone to stay in your home when you're, you're not that you're, you're essentially bringing this person into your private yeah you see what i mean like you're bringing them kind of handed up you kind of handed over Do your you life see what I mean? like just take care of me yeah there's so many things that they are actually overseeing yeah. and it's weird that you treat them the way that some people treat yeah. them it's just yeah yeah and it's 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 interesting you're giving this person so much responsibility but then the thought of you actually thinking that they 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 should have a life of their own or that they should be allowed to have the same children like children the way they're allowed to is almost like bizarre like what what are you on about Mm. so yeah i'm interested to get your thoughts about what the flip side could be because i heard a story of um a domestic worker who was working for a family who were very understanding, very supportive um, of the of the um, worker, um, but her her own family were calling her back to the village to come and marry and to have children. She didn't want to go, um, and the employer also didn't want her to go. But understood that there was that pressure from the domestic worker's own family um, to go back. So I think there it's interesting that there's an education aspect that needs to happen also on 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 all levels in terms of the family and the domestic workers themselves um in terms of what kind of what is their um where does their value derive from once they have children if they don't want to have children those kinds of discussions it's not always just as uh, one-sided the, the story yeah. is often more complex than that um, yeah. But the 
but childbirth is often like a key critical um what do you call it i don't know part central central part of the whole story yeah that's that's a that, i think there's that element of choice as well isn't it um yeah i think it's almost almost too extreme so that there are people who don't think the domestic workers should have private lives but then there's mm-hmm. the other factor like you've just you've just mentioned so um i think it's down to i think people need to have that freedom and choice to, to decide what's best for them so whether that yeah. is wanting to have children or wanting or with you know similarly like choosing not to have children mm-hmm. people have the policies and the the protections in place to help them leave out that choice without you know feeling mm-hmm. their needs don't matter or they don't matter i think a big problem is this idea that we because of how domestic work operates as well in that that person is in your home is almost yeah. there's an invisibility that comes with that and which mm-hmm. allows that like exploitation abuse and that lack of recognition of the dignity this person is entitled to and especially with how poorly regulated the industry is in nigeria mm-hmm. you know it's like people can get away with doing so many things Yeah. That goes back to what we've been saying. There's that need to go back to the drawing board and having people, which is which is really sad that we even have to say it, but having people recognize mm-hmm. the dignity of the people who they employ. And yeah. I don't know, but because I am actually curious, like why why have we as a society accepted how we view domestic workers to begin with? Yeah, I think that that is the crux of the problem. Like why? Is, is there an element of class to it like is is this you know is there an element of how class is such a big thing in nigeria like what is yeah. it that allows people to view domestic workers the way they do like yeah. do, do you guys think about that i think there definitely is an aspect of class to it mm-hmm. there's an aspect of ownership there's a status attached to it as well yeah. that i have domestic workers um I not only to have one I have I have a gate man I have a, a mechanic or you know people people who look after me um there's definitely that part of it but I think I'm wondering whether the area for reform should be the law or should be you know us us, us ourselves like do we yeah. need to rely I don't know how much power the law really has in terms mm. of getting people to in to, in nigeria <laughs> yeah exactly there's a, there's a whole disconnect there yeah a whole disconnect oh man exactly. it's it's so it starts with us. No. but then you know that's a fair point because even if the laws i do think there has to be some policy and political will to sort of legislate and implement policies that pr- provides protections but it, i think there's also that element that even if this is done we still need to like would people actually listen to it would people obey it would people like recognize it and because of how like you know a lot of this work is done in private anyway where no one can see how do we make sure this protection extends to that yeah. so it's just yeah yeah because it's like a really most the recruitment most times you don't even know about yeah. it it's just yeah. you just see a new guy i mean I've, i i go around places and you see people changing domestic workers mm. like and you and you are wondering how they get mm-hmm. them because even some of them don't speak english yeah. they don't they're not from around here mm. as of from very remote parts and all that so it's just 
So the, the, the major thing here is actually that regulation. But like you said, we don't know where it's going to start from. Maybe it's the law, but who's going to follow the law? Yeah, um, yeah maybe we will. If But we have this thing in Nigeria where an enforcing laws uh, is very... It's almost non-existent. Yeah. It does create laws. I mean, lawmakers say they create laws every day. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. I mean, we, uh, that's so if, exactly what we yeah. So it's it's. I think. Yeah. So I think yeah. That's that's a fair point. I think. I do, I, I do I do think we still need laws, but we we also need to acknowledge that that's that's not where where it ends. Like that there, there has to be some work done to actually get people to actually recognize these laws and actually, you know uphold the protections in them but mm-hmm. i i think going back to the point about class as well nigeria is very is a very classist society on in all, in all areas like class is such a big thing um people want to feel like you know there's we know the power that comes with having money in nigeria and yeah. in, in all parts of the world class is an issue but i feel like in nigeria is a bit more like we we hold it with, with such high regard right mm-hmm. so in many cases, people sometimes even that you know having a domestic worker is people sometimes see them see them as beneath them just because this For person sure. this person is more likely than not someone that you know you see that like you're doing almost doing a favor like by even allowing them into your space, right? Mm-hmm. So like why 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 is why 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 do we uphold class in such high regard in Nigeria? It's actually something I've always thought about in, 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 in a lot because. Um, it, it really affects how we how we relate with each other yeah uh, so it's 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 definitely it's definitely something there about how mm. that allows a lot of this um discrimination exploitation and, and abuse to to really take take place without anyone batting an, an eyelid and it's just accepted yeah. it's just when i start to think about it it's it's, it's really just deep because you hear yeah. about people's domestic workers not being allowed to use the cutlery in the home or mm-hmm. domestic workers not being allowed to sit with them when they go out or the, the people's domestic workers having to sleep on the floor and it, and it's just like what is it why what what is it that gives people so much i guess power is that power element knowing that they have that power over someone else mm-hmm. that i just find it really really disturbing and i think as a society we need to confront that and really look at yeah. ourselves and this applies to all of us because the truth is we, we sometimes we see these things and we don't say anything because it's yeah. such a norm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's such an accepted norm that people don't even they don't cha- we don't challenge it we just allow it to to, to pass by yeah so, i guess we live in a system that facilitates that kind of um behavior and yeah. it takes it takes so we we saw it with the nsars um movement as well it takes yeah. a massive movement like that to even attempt to to point the finger or yeah. overthrow something um, something that is so pervasive. Yeah. So I think we probably even need a similar movement in the domestic worker space. It's yeah. it's through people that have a critical view um, of of what's going on that will be able to change things going forward. So, yeah, that is yeah. so true. That is so true. And I think we we're talking a lot about the um, changing the narrative in terms of how this links to even recognizing that your domestic worker should be should have maternity protections just like you you would you would and a big part yeah. of that, i think we we did an episode about nollywood and 
the mm-hmm. media and how this plays into how people view domestic workers. Yeah. And that's the, that's the honest truth. Like, we need to challenge a lot of these things from scratch. Like, how, mm-hmm. how you... Same story over and over again. The domestic worker who's trying to steal the husband. The domestic worker yeah. who's trying to, like, cast a spell on, on the children. The domestic... Just all, all the stories that perpetuate yeah. these negative stereotypes about people exactly. that are just trying to, like, make a living like you, who are just trying to exactly. do... Like, and who, by all means, are kind of doing, doing you more of a favor than you are doing them. Because without That's them, right. you're most likely not going to be able to go on and make the same money that gives you so much, you know, mm-hmm. power and all of that that makes you treat them that way. So exactly. there's, there's exactly. something there about um, challenging uh, the depiction of of domestic workers and, and how that plays into the stereotypes and negative view we have of them. Exactly. Yeah. Because from, from seeing... The portrayal of domestic workers in that way that's kind of what is dehumanizing yeah so people don't actually see them as human and therefore if they're not human then why do they need all these rights yeah um so that definitely comes into play and needs reform for sure yeah, yeah. definitely definitely mm-hmm. i mean for one i would like to watch a, a film an hollywood film where we, we can actually like and and it's, I think it's even sad that we have to even we need to see you know this whole thing about you, we need to humanize them like it's even yeah problematic exactly it really is why should you mm-hmm. why should you have to humanize someone that you know is just trying to earn a living and it's just like mm-hmm. you would just try to humanize a lawyer or try to humanize a banker yeah mm-hmm. is that as a society is almost that and this is just not limited to this is just in the world in general and this idea that certain people are allowed to 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 be respected for the profession over other people just because of how much more they earn or the education they have and why why does that have why is that relevant why don't we just look at people and recognize their dignity as human beings rather than respect them based on what you know their economic and social status and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i definitely like to see like stories that actually like go beyond this negative and very silly depiction yes domestic workers as people who are trying to steal from you who are trying to cheat you who are trying to do bad things to you which mm-hmm. I mean, is such a contradiction because you surely if you believe this person is going to do all those things into you then why you've invited them into your home why are you mm-hmm. care for your children why are you letting them eat your um, cook your food and all exactly. That. So exactly i think that they had nollywood not just nollywood but just the media in general because the truth is we a lot of our social socialization comes from the media as well mm-hmm. and yeah, it would be good, and I don't know in case any Nollywood writers or any script writers are listen, would listen to this, but that is something that that's a story right there that could be told. Absolutely, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think the the future looks like in terms of maternity um, pay, maternity protection? For domestic workers. Um, what do you think? Is I, honestly, the, I the think I want to be optimistic and say. That we can move forward and actually find solutions to all of this. I think a big part of it is we definitely need more policies in place. I know that the labor law, you know, extends that protection to women. Um, and I know there are people who may even debate that the, the time it gives isn't even enough, that there should be more. And there's so many, like I said, as a society in general, there's a lot of work we need to do about how the policies that we put in place to support women who could who have children and come back into the workplace. There's there's so much more work we could be doing in terms of supporting women better. But I also think that we need specific legislation and policies in place that address domestic workers within the Nigerian context. Because even if we were trying to like extend the current laws to them, 
I feel like we still need something very specific. And I bring up the South Africa um, legislation specifically because they, 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 they spell it out. Okay, so you can't mm-hmm. even say it's okay. they, they literally spell it out for, for people to, 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 to see. So I think legislation and policies are one side to it. But I also think that, which is why Here to Help is here as well, that there needs to be a lot of work in terms of challenging views and like the current narrative about domestic workers and really asking each other to confront what what we how we view view domestic workers and and mm-hmm. their rights so i think it's two parts as a society we have a lot of work to do but i also think that we need policies and legislation and also the political will to actually address this these issues um properly yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean whether or not our dear government decides to do anything <laughs> or thinking about doing anything is another story yeah. but i think mm-hmm needs to be started and i guess that's what we're trying to do here absolutely yeah that's, I think that's even really what we're trying to do we need, we might need to have more outreach programs that something i thought about before before we started recording was about recognizing um domestic workers in the in the absolute sense of the word in terms of like recognizing yeah. what a domestic worker is and who they are so yeah. that is like very very fundamental in terms of um uh, you know, progress in this area, yeah. and that's what we're dedicated to. Um, yeah, here to help. Yeah, but but yeah, I think th- th- we definitely have a lot of work as a society to do. We definitely do. Yeah, it would. Um, mm. The change that we're hoping would come. I think, like I said, we saw it with the NSARS movement, and I think observing that movement, it, it was very inspiring to see people saying, "No, enough is enough." And I and I do think we can extend that, like you know, passion. Yeah. So other so other parts yeah. that need exactly. that need change like this. Yeah, definitely yeah. So I was saying that I was saying that uh that um are here to help we need to have more um outreach programs yeah. that educate maybe not just the employers of uh, domestic workers yeah. but the domestic workers themselves. Yeah. So that we're not talking to a certain group and the other group is not aware because yeah. if the domestic workers are aware and the employers are not aware it's not yeah. going to really work so mm-hmm. we just need to talk 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 we'll talk when well, we talk to a level we'll know mm-hmm. yeah Some, yeah. something will change yeah i agree i agree and um yeah we, we definitely have a lot of work to do in terms of our organization but also society in general um, because the truth is, this isn't a black and white issue. There's there's so many layers to it. The mm-hmm. power dynamics involved, the issues of class, and and just even as a society, how we view women. You know, the truth of the matter is, most domestic workers are women. Okay, and you know, there's that question: Why is that the case? Um, wh- yeah. What does that say about how we view women in general in our society and all of that? And how does that play into the fact that we don't recognize the work they do as work? So th- there's there's that also yeah. like you know even outside of domestic work a lot of people don't recognize the work women do in the household as work even though there's yeah. studies that show that the number of hours and the labor that goes into it it's actually like you have a second job sometimes mm-hmm. so you know there, there, there definitely has to be a correlation between that and us not seeing domestic work as actual work as well so, completely agree completely yeah. agree but i have hope i have hope Definitely same. I mean, we hope is all we got, isn't it? Like, <laughs> if they take away our hope, then that's it. We're done. Like, like I said, <laughs> SARS movement reignited that hope in me. That you know, there, there are mm-hmm. people who are passionate and want to see a 
a better Nigeria for, for, for our generation and the generation coming after us. There are people who are not happy who are not um who are not happy with how things are sorry and want to yeah. do the work to like make things better. And it's just like, yeah, let's let's bring that same energy to other issues as well, to gender, mm-hmm. to, to to domestic work, to you know, to, to so many of the other social issues affecting our society and, exactly. and yeah let's 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 say no and not just and this applies to all of us here as well like let's let's challenge things when we see them and not let them like let's not t- turn the other cheek because it's easy mm-hmm. easy that so so yeah so um i mean does anyone have any other thoughts or like solutions that we, we, we should be considering or thinking about in terms of achieving, I guess, better protections for domestic workers in Nigeria? No, not for me. I think we've touched on most of the yeah. major points. Um, okay. And we've got we've got uh, an action action list of yeah. things to do to sort, sort this yeah, out. Defo, so. defo, defo. Okay. Well, yeah, so I think that's, that's everything from us this, this time. Um, but yeah. I think in summary, like we, we need to do better as a society. Domestic workers deserve the same respect of their rights and dignity like every other worker. And if you think they don't, maybe you need to ask yourself why you think that's the case and really confront yeah. your, your views and understanding of, of this. And yeah, and just let's let's challenge um, each other to be better and to and to do better because we can do better. And we all benefit from a society that respects everyone's humanity and dignity and doesn't accept maltreat i mean treating each other badly regardless of what we do or how we Mm -hmm. do it so yeah okay yeah so for me um for me yeah what i think is what i think is i feel like a lot of people will want change yeah they actually want to see the change because some of us grew up witnessing some of these things yeah about uh there's no there's no real um, action plan yeah. on how to go about changing that yeah. the whole situation yeah so like the NSAS movement where you know everyone has been you know you've been having some sort of stuff in your mind yeah and then the movement just came up and then everybody so i know that when uh the time comes yeah. there'll be a lot more people jump yeah yeah i think yeah just going off of that is just the the I think the timing is now, the time is now, sorry, for, for us to actually start like galvanizing each other and I guess really challenging, challenging these issues and, and trying to do better. But yeah, I think that's, that's everything from us this, this, this week or this, this episode, sorry. And yeah, 